0: thank you for listening another episode of coding talks podcast we were discussing about the different uh, services that are provided by gcp in the past episode we covered the overview then the google compute instances and the cloud storage which is an object storage all those we have covered in the earlier episodes Feel free to listen those episodes as well. In addition to that, there is a YouTube channel called Coding Talks with Vishnu VG, which is, uh, which is my YouTube channel. You can go there and you can watch some of the demos that are created, which are related to GCP. As of now, there is a video called Getting Started with GCP which provides an overview of all the different services and I show demo as well. I have added YouTube segments so that you can easily navigate to a particular area provided uh, if you look on to the description or on the slider tab of that YouTube video and I will be adding more videos in the coming days as well. So feel free to watch that channel as well. And let's start this audio podcast. We already covered about the Google Cloud Storage. Now it's time to look into the relational database offerings from Google Cloud. So how as an application developer you can have a relational database inside Google Cloud? I will start with a, a non-common approach, an unusual approach like you can easily spin up a compute engine and you can install a database inside that compute engine and your application can use that relational database this means whatever type of database you can install there it can be sql server or it can be oracle or mysql or whatever you can install that way because it is a vm and you have your own infrastructure there You can install whatever you like. You are at most flexibility there. But the disadvantage there is it is like an infrastructure as a service model in cloud. That means you have the responsibility to manage the VM. You have the responsibility to manage the service. You have to pay for both the uh, expenses that are associated with using those services so that is not a a common approach and that is not an recommended approach as well because ultimately the aim of going towards cloud is to reduce cost and to be more effective so the trend should be like or the way you should go forward is like you should use some of the past service or platform as a service offering like cloud sql or You can go for some service, software as a service model as well. So, platform as a service model, uh, Google offers on such a relational database service called the Cloud SQL. So, in this service, Google offers three types of services like the uh, three types of variants which you can say. You can create any of these variants as you like. The pricing also varies accordingly. So the variants are currently limited like uh, you can use a MySQL, PostgreSQL or a SQL Server. Maybe in the coming days they will add more support for different other variants as well. Even though there is only 3 variants out there, Google has a rich extensive integration support with its other services like the BigQuery, The Google kubernetes engines so that all is a bit advantage like you can You can have a uh, Kubernetes engine and Associated containers and those containers can connect to these particular cloud SQL DBs Similarly the BigQuery which is used for uh, big data analysis and processing So its output can also be connected, output or that service can also be connected to cloud SQL. So a richer set of integration capabilities Google has added with related to the cloud SQL. So that is definitely an advantage and a good news for all those who want to use the Google cloud system. Now let's understand how we can start a new Cloud SQL instance. So it is fairly simple. You can search for the Cloud SQL in the search bar or you can directly go to the Cloud SQL menu. Keep in mind that there is a cost associated with these things. So you have to be careful about how, what type of service you are creating, how much uh, uh, cost, actually you are going to pay for that service. So, if you are using a free account, make sure that you are within that limit while using these services. And and otherwise, uh, your credit card will be charged accordingly. Because everything in, in inside a Google is within a project. Uh, is in a project and you can... Um, and that project is tied to a particular card or credit card account. That means whatever services that you are going to consume within a project, your credit card will be charged accordingly. If you you are a new subscriber to Google Cloud, Google offers definitely some of the free services up to a limit, but you should be aware of that and you should be within your limits while using that particular services that is a key factor that you need to be aware of now once you are inside the google cloud portal you can search for cloud sql so the moment you start opening that cloud sql page it asks google will ask you what type of database type you want whether you want a mysql whether you want a PostgreSQL or whether you want a sql server you can always provide the uh, requirement and based on whatever you have provided whatever data type you have chosen google will show accordingly the different other set of screens that you have to uh, fill that as well if you are selected sql server it will ask for the sql server username and password And other options like whether you want an RDP, uh, sorry not RDP, uh, whether you want encryption, whether you want a replication or such kind of things. Um, Encryption is provided default by Google. You can customize your encryption. Like uh, you can have uh, Google create your own encryption key or you can choose your own encryption key as well. Similarly different other other options you can provide like... uh, uh, the redundancy high availability like how much instances uh, what old regions you want your database to run uh, to provide high availability those different things you can s- set at the time of creation or even after the time of creation by going to the advanced settings options so those all things can be available from within the Google dashboard itself so you can have a f- uh, play on that so the first step is to create such a kind of service and based on that service creation and the way by which you provide the username and password your application can connect to these particular particular uh, database instances so currently there is a limitation like mysql PostgreSQL, and the sql server these are the only supported versions that are provided by google cloud let's look into some of the features that are provided by this cloud sql if you already have an application which is hosted on premise and you have your own set of database on premise you can use a database migration service which is used to to migrate your data from on premises or sometimes your data can be in different other um, areas like amazon or some other forms of service you can use that uh, this data migration service for that purpose as well so data migration service if you search into that you can you can um, you can get more overview of what that particular service is provided this is particularly this episode is particularly related to cloud SQL we are discussing only about cloud SQL but talking a bit about database migration service is also relevant I feel because that is related to this particular cloud SQL because we want our data migrated from somewhere uh, if we already have an application or infrastructure in place so that is where this uh, database migration service really help so it provides a continuous data replication from your source or your on-premise or other cloud providers with minimal downtime and it is very performant also So many of the customers are already used to this kind of services. So if you look into their case studies, you can view that currently the Accenture and the uh, Freedom Financial Network, they have already used this cloud SQL to migrate their data. So similar way, you can check their page as well, that particular uh, database migration page as well to get an understanding of about whether that can be leveraged for ever particular migration scenarios. So now we have our database created. Next we want to understand whether this particular service is secured or not. So this is inside a cloud and everything is secured by itself. but you can have additional security options which you can set so one such security option is like uh, the access how you want to connect to this particular database so you can set the firewalls and associated rules and permissions also you can use uh, the uh, iam which is called the identity access and management service from google so Co- combined with that, you can set the different secure access to de- these cl- Cloud SQL instances which you created. Then, how you may be concerned about how this particular Cloud SQL uh, may be serving your application needs so this is inside a cloud you may be worried about whether this particular service will goes down in some time what will happen if a region failure occurs so if you want high availability you can easily replicate your instance to another region with uh, just a click of a button so that means you you need to set that already in place so that means your particular instance cloud sql instance whether it can be mysql postgreSQL or sql server that will be uh, uh, replicated to multiple regions but you have to pay for that so unless it is absolutely required based on your application needs um, You don't have to set that in advance. But if your application or your compliance requirements, your organization compliance needs a very high availability, you can have that option in Google Cloud. In this Cloud SQL as well, you can set easily uh, replicate your instance to a different region. And there are different types of replications that are also provided. So you can check the different pages as uh, different documentation that is provided by Google Cloud. To understand more about how this replication or high availability actually can be enabled it is very easy once you create a particular instance or like the cloud sql you can set all these from that configuration inside that particular uh, particular instance page as well so that will give a quick understanding about how we can enable these things Similar to that, there is another one area called the uh, security related area called the, uh, the encryption which is also important. By default, Google will provide an automatic key that is generated by Google and your data will be encrypted while saving and decrypted while retrieving the data. In addition to that, if your organization compliance needs a requirement to have your own customized key, you can have that as well and another option they provide is like if you want to have a key management service to store these particular keys in a central place you can have that option as well so different different options as well so when using a key management service be aware of the limitations like how much hit that uh, key management service can occur and how much throttling it can cause while using that service but otherwise you can uh, stay with the default on like the Google creates an encryption key by default and you can you can trust that your data is secured there means if someone is getting access to some part of uh, the Google Cloud still they won't be able to read that data because that is created with a custom uh, key that is generated by Google and it is encrypted and decrypted accordingly so based on compliance requirement you can set all this data and the dashboard is another on particular area which shines really well in Google Cloud SQL like this dashboard gives a quick understanding of what's happening inside this database and it shows, it gives you a pre-built dashboards and visual plans uh, that can help you to identify whether you struggle with a particular query or some query is So different different insights are provided through the dashboard which is also really helpful. Then the storage which you are using, you don't know how much storage you actually needs. It can can increase depending upon how your customers are actually using your database or how your customers are actually using your application. You don't need to provision that in advance. So based on your application needs, the Cloud SQL can automatically scale up the storage requirements. So that means you don't have to spend additional money until that is absolutely needed. Then different different performance also you can set based on needs. So the cost varies accordingly. So if you want a high performance you can set that as well. Then the whenever we are using this database uh, Cloud SQL Often, this um, some uh, in uh, schedules, this uh, uh, Cloud SQL will automatically take care of the backups, and you will be able to uh, uh, you you will be able to recover that on time as well. So these are some of the advantages uh, or features that are offered by Cloud SQL in comparison to having an on-premise VM so on-premise VM if you want these kind of things you need to set up your infrastructure in advance you should have an extensive set of infrastructure complex infrastructure requirements and setup to meet these features but having these things in cloud and having these things provided by google cloud it is very easy to spin up these things from google cloud and you can straight away use that in your application which is really an interesting aspect of uh, using uh, something from the cloud you can always check their google cloud sequels um, documentation page that shows a extensive coverage of all the things which i just described in addition to that they also mentioned some of the case studies where how the different cloud providers are actually different customers are actually using this particular cloud sql for their application requirements so you can have that as well different customer case studies are also added so going through that you can understand how They are actually using these services. So uh, all those things are there inside that uh, particular uh, documentation. So thank you for listening this episode. I hope you got got a clear picture of uh, all the different things that Cloud SQL provides. Um, Another thing I want to provide is like uh, the... um, When we talk about the redundancy... Um, or high availability, we understood about how easily we can set up a different one, different base to another region and we can provide high availability that may be required in production systems, especially those critical system where high availability is always a concern. So that can be easily enabled. So that's I think hope that all covers in this session and next we will look into another service of Google called the NoSQL service. We just looked into the relational database. Okay, on one more uh, service I forgot to mention here like the Cloud Spanner. So that is also a very uh, interesting service but that is uh, optimized for Uh, Warehouse scenarios. So we have discussed the cloud SQL for simple scenarios like our application or mobile development requirements. So if you have a big data or a massive scale of data and you want to have a database uh, kind of relational database offering, then you, you can go for, you can go for a cloud spanner, which is another service which is provided by Google cloud. So we can understand a bit more about that Cloud Spanner as well now, so that you will get a familiarity of what that is all about. Cloud Spanner is a kind of a relational database, um, just like the Cloud SQL, but it is not similar to Cloud SQL. It's mostly a relational database that is built for scale. So you can expect everything from a relational database, like the schemas, SQL queries, or the uh, that unit of on unit kind of thing like asset transactions but you want to have a global scale kind of relational database then you can go for this cloud spanner it is very costly uh, so because it is a globally it is for global business and and uh, Um, though whenever that global businesses have a massive set of data which needs to be scaled um, which has the um, tendency to scale more and more and whenever there is a need for them to maintain such kind of data then this uh, cloud spanner is really helpful in those scenarios It offers around 99.999% availability for multi-regional instances and it provides a kind of a transparent behind the scene synchronous replication across region and multi-region configurations. So it has the provision to automatically scale up. So it's it charts the data based on the data that you are providing so you don't have to worry about how you are actually scaling your database when you can instead focus on the actual data and the actual requirements of the business because it is fully managed and behind the scene Google Cloud will manage all these requirements properly and Backup and other facilities are also supported. And your application, they want to connect with the, this particular cloud spanner. So different SDKs are also provided in popular languages like C sharp, Node.js, the Python, Ruby, or Java. So you can, you can connect to this as well. And different integrations are also provided like uh, you can integrate this into cloud sequel then the Google cloud storage which we discussed earlier and the BigQuery for big data analysis and application so you can connect that to the service this cloud spanner as well but this is not for an usual application it is particularly for big relatively big set of uh, scalable applications so that is where this uh, cloud spanner really shines i hope that understand or helping you to understand a bit about the transaction uh, relational databases in clouds in google cloud so we have discussed about the cloud sql which is the most popular relational database service from google cloud And that is what majority of your time your application require as well. Especially if your application needs a relational form of database. And for massive scale, you can go for Cloud SQL as Cloud Spanner as well. And An uncommon case which we discussed at the beginning of the episode like uh, you can have a relational database inside the uh, VM or the compute instance as well that is another option but isn't that is thats not a preferred and that is not a common approach that we want when we migrate to cloud in the next episode we will look into some of the NoSQL database that is offered by Google Cloud not SQL services that is preferred uh, that is offered by Google Cloud when it comes to NoSQL Whatever that falls outside of relational database that all fits in NoSQL category So this is important to understand NoSQL not means just a key value or a document based database It can include the other type of database like in-memory database ledger database and so on So sometimes application needs to manage a variety type of data it can be considered as a kind of a massive scale of data like uh, the application uses in facebook twitter etc where the data not has a structured kind of style uh, so that we can easily fit that in a relational model so, in those kind of systems, the data is a bit un- semi-structured or unstructured way and the variety of data is also high. Is uh, too, uh, too much variant of data as well the velocity and the and the volume of data is also too much high. So, we can't always use a relational database for that purpose so when we understand in this episode about relational database we understand that we can scale up the database according to our requirements the storage will be increased automatically and we can also of course increase the performance of our relational database as we like but there is a limitation like we can only uh, scale up vertically these things these relational databases so there lies the importance of NoSQL where it provides an option to horizontally scale the different uh, different data and we can also don't need a structured way of handling the data like as in relational databases like we usually uh, tend to split, split the structured data into tables uh, and in columns and rows. And different tables and relate that in terms of foreign key we can have a different approach here in NoSQL where we can store that in kind of a key value or a NoSQL uh, kind of document way similar to that on which we use for MongoDB it's basically a kind of a JSON format so that approach you can use for in the NoSQL scenarios and that is uh, has the capability uh, of flexibly storing different type of unstructured data as well as it also provides the capability of horizontally scaling the data. So horizontal scaling is also a capability that this NoSQL provides. So it is important to understand about NoSQL as well in this uh, cloud era because relational database not always fits in all scenarios. So we will look into some of the NoSQL offerings by the Google Cloud in the next episode, and that is the big table, which is used for a large analytical workload, then the file store, which is a kind of a document DB, fully managed document DB. We can start with the file store and then we can look into the big table as well as the um, in memory database like uh, redis memory store which is a redis and memory store as well so we will look into that in the next episode thank you again for listening this session have a nice day